Hey, this is Kyle from the Longbox Cast. I'm sure you've heard my co-host Steve talk about Revenge Lover designs a million times. But now I'm going to mention it for the one millionth and one time, so stick with me here. If you need a really kick-ass logo, but you don't want to ask your neighbor's kid because you know he's going to do it on PowerPoint or Microsoft Word, then go to revengelover.com and tell her Kyle from the Longbox Cast sent you. I guarantee you she'll use Photoshop or Illustrator, one of the professional design programs that graphic designers are supposed to be doing. Seriously, who the hell uses PowerPoint? Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Of course, I am your one host, Steve-O, along with my other host. I'm Anna. And we are back, and hopefully we're all um, sounding fine now, because uh, after last week when we did not have headphones, I'm not really sure how that episode came out, because I did not listen to it. I'm sure it sounded like crap. Um, but we'll find out if anybody wrote in where they can find us at uh, on the 4i Radio Network, also on uh, Stitcher, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast, Blueberry Co- Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, Podcast Directory, YouTube Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, this podcast is brought to you by Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. And also, don't forget, if you're doing your shopping, go to amazon.com to do shopping, but you don't go! You don't do that! Because if you do that, children don't get the help they need. And by the children, I mean the men, and by the men, I mean everybody who's on the network. Which you want to do is you want to go to the sasquatch.net or her majesty's secret pod or arcade dash bros or longboxcast.com and there'll be this amazon banner you click on that and you shop like you normally do we'll get a little taste if you do and what about amazon.ca what do you mean amazon.ca it's canadian it's oh. the canada amazon sure canada we love canada they can shop wherever they want but they go to our sites first oh okay I don't know why it's a separate thing for Canada. I don't know why this popped into my head, but anyways. I know, maybe you... Anyways, and then you can also follow us on Facebook. Give us a like. We're at www.facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. We have 40 likes, kids. 40. We're 10 away for shit happening. Woo! 
Um, and of course, you can also follow us on the Twitter at BHorrorCast, which actually I have to give a shout out to one of the one of the places that we actually go for news a lot. And we actually do uh, bring them up every time we find something. But a uh, bloody disgusting um, a news source that is on online that does horror stuff as well has actually started following us on Twitter. So um, that's kind of cool. We yeah, haven't even thank been a podcast. We have not listening. We haven't never been a podcast for a year yet, and it's uh, it's starting to go out. But uh, this is a special episode of Not Another Be Horrorcast because there is a news or a news article in Eerie News of the Week, which we'll get to mm. before we get to that. But I'm saying it's a special one because uh, this is a pantless, pantless podcast right now. Heck yes. And the funny part is I bet you none of you are actually going to believe us. Um, we would take photos, but I don't know if those will be allowed on Facebook. Probably not. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, we are both uh, pantless right now because it's a pantless podcast. Because technically, we should have done something for it because this is episode thirteen. We should have actually reviewed Friday the thirteenth, but we didn't. So yeah, we had, I just realized we had to go like, right before the show. I was we, like, ah, oh, crap. We had to do other shenanigans for it, and then we realized that a podcast we could produce. Uh, technically, we could be naked right now. You don't even know. Yeah, that's true. And Steve has a very nice thigh tattoo going on it's very sexy yeah. tattoo of a leprechaun actually it's not a leprechaun oh it looks is, like a leprechaun. it is al roker dressed as a leprechaun oh okay so. that makes more sense yeah it does it really does <laughs> um of course uh before we jump into the show and all the hijinks and all the things that will ensue uh with also the movie review that we did talk about this week i did post it on facebook so i know we didn't have i don't know if we even talked about it but uh, we'll talk about our weeks. Uh, speaking of which, Anna, what's new with you? How's your week? What's what's going on? Well, work's been stressful, but other than that, it's not too bad. Um, I actually did, we did have somebody reach out, and I have a small sort of news story um, that I'll bring up later, but I wanted to give a shout out to Erica Desrochers. I think that's how you say her last name, um, because she actually hit us up with some news, so uh, or just like a documentary that's out there uh, regarding like a haunting. So thank you very much for that. We're gonna, I'll probably, we'll probably talk about it a little bit. So seriously, guys, if you have any news or if there's anything that you want to talk about or anything that you're interested in, hit us up on Facebook. You can email us. You can even hit us up on Twitter and tag us in something if you think that it's something that we'll be interested in or that relates to us somehow because we will talk about it because we appreciate your feedback. Yes, yes, we do. And also, yeah, if you want to recommend stuff for us or if you find some weird articles and stuff like that, like I know we did get tagged in one article. Um, somebody tagged us after I retweeted something that I saw um we were tagged in so yeah tw follow us on twitter i'm trying to keep more track of the twitter stuff and things like that anyways um and just trying to implement more of the i need to do this with all my shows anyways um on this network but yeah we're just trying to reach out there and stuff so we did i did find we did find some crazy crazy stuff though this week but before we jump into that um so anything else with your week before you give shout outs and stuff oh i was gonna say i totally forgot about this so um i know that i've already posted this on the the Facebook page, but the whole thing of the stick figures going around saying, going around saying, this is Anna. Anna does this. Be Anna is smart. Be like Anna. So I posted this on the Facebook page. So go and check it out. It's really funny and it's related to um, Silence of the Lambs. It is the most awesome freaking like stick figure thing ever. It's especially if you hate those things, which I actually thought it was kind of a clever you idea. You know what's funny? That thing went and. 
a that, day. I, it, it was a day, maybe, and everyone hates it now. Everyone's like, if I, I have unfollowed, like, literally, somebody posted, I have unfollowed people from posting this thing, and I'm all like, and it literally, hasn't honestly, been around for a week. And honestly, I think I've maybe seen two show up in my thread, and I was like, oh, what is this? I'm like, oh, okay, you can click on, you can do some of the things like that. So I'm like, I get that. And all that stuff, but it was just like people were just like so outraged with it. I'm like, yeah. Okay. The one that kind of annoyed me was somebody, no names mentioned, um, someone that I'm related to posted things saying this person is not going to make, was not going to click the link because this person is independent and thinks for herself and she's going to do her own thing. And I'm like, way to single out up. somebody when you just said she. Okay, fine. <laughs> it. <laughs> is that better? Yeah, I guess. Anyways, so yes, that was my week in a nutshell, is people getting pissed off about stupid crap. So, how about you? How was your week? Uh, my week is okay. It's been, again, kind of crazy at work. Uh, all this shit has hit the fan, basically, with where we where I work. Um, so, I'm doing a lot of overtime now, and hopefully overtime lasts a while, so I can kind of get caught up and all that kind of stuff. And then, it was actually kind of good, though. went to Best Buy this weekend, because I had a $10 coupon. $10 coupon. Um... So I was going through and I, f I was able to find Aliens, uh, like this huge, like it was basically movies one through four uh, for 14 bucks at uh, Best Buy and uh, so um, on Blu-ray. So wow. if uh, if um, if any of you kids are, don't have this movie in your collection, and you want one through four. Best Buy still has this deal going on. I highly recommend it. And then also found Cloverfield, which is actually the movie we uh, watched and we're going to talk about because, of course, a sequel or blood sequel or blood relative, how they're calling it or whatnot. Which we'll get into that. Um, they'll Bloodborne probably the, relative. no, it's, it's basically, they're basically <laughs> just calling it a blood relative to Cloverfield. But this came out of nowhere. This trailer, so it was like what? Um, but oh, yeah, the Cloverfield Lane thing that I've been seeing. Yeah, ten about? Cloverfield Lane. It's called. Like I said, oh. we'll uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, that when we get to it. Because cool. when the original Cloverfield, which again we'll get to it, had a huge like like thing with it as well but um yeah so there's that and then i want to talk about uh, i got my loot crate uh for january and loot crate actually i was reading through some stuff um now i subscribe to loot crate and uh nerd block stuff um which actually once things get the ball rolling we've already been in talks with nerd block so we're hopefully going to be having them as a sponsor so of course on our show we'll probably be advertising uh horror block um, i guess and all that kind of stuff. So it will be something that we'll implement on our websites and Facebook page and stuff like that. So I guess if you click through that link and order stuff from us, we get a little bit of a, you know, a kickback from it as well. So, um, but hopefully every week we're going to try to review like certain things that come up. But yeah, I got my loot crate. Um, and basically it was, the theme was like, uh, X-Files stuff and aliens and things like that, which was kind of cool. So I'm wearing an X-Files shirt. Um, yeah, right now that I awesome. got. That's pretty cool. I got an X-File like flashlight with it. Then I got an Aliens face hugger, which if people follow me on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that, they can see that picture of the <laughs> face hugger on my face. But the cutest thing about the face hugger is the face hugger's face because he looks happy and smiling. And it's yeah, it's adorable. Like these, it's like these little cute like alien dolls. I want to see if they have more because I was like, these are actually kind of interesting. I want to see if we can maybe get... Actually, I'll put it this way. We're 10 likes away from 50. If we get to 50, I think on the next... If we get to 50 by the next episode, the next movie we'll review is the first alien movie. And we'll put out a trivia question for that. And whoever gets it, we'll try to give away one of these dolls. Uh, to people, which we'll post on the Facebook page as soon as we acquire all this kind of stuff and things like that. So yeah, there's contest, kids. You can win. Um, yeah, so that was kind of cool. So I was able to get all that kind of stuff. Uh, like I think I paid for like 11 bucks and got like five movies, which was great. The only thing I was kind of disappointed with is going to Best Buy. Now I'm gonna throw this out here. 
Um, if anybody actually knows of other places where I can find like horror movies, um, you know, like a store, maybe Zia Records or something like that, because uh, we went uh, we went there to looking for stuff to be like, okay, what can we watch and stuff like that? Because a lot of stuff on Netflix and things have been kind of meh, and same with Hulu and stuff like that. So <laughs> go there and they literally have like one small section, and the majority of these movies are like the new releases, which is fine, but they only had like a few couple of old ones, and it was just kind of like, oh man, what happened to the way of like horror? I remember going to like the old school video stores, and like you walk into the horror section, it was just like like a whole bunch of shit. I don't know why it has a theme song. Because um, it's awesome. It's awesome, I guess. Um, and then been re-watching The X-Files. Um, I, I watched that show like a long, long time ago, and then it was like, oh, okay, and the new one just came out, and they actually just premiered. Actually, we're recording. The episode was dropped. Uh, two episodes have already premiered this week. I've only seen the first one. Um, I know one website, o- o- Kotaku, which I've used for stories sometimes of uh, video games and stuff like that. Um, apparently, they just hate everything. They were just like, oh, the X-Files, new season, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, okay, first off, you're coming back from a show that like I think ended in 2002. Yes. Um, if I'm wrong on this, you can correct me. It might have been 2002 or um, Nine seasons, everything like that. They had two movies. Um, and then you have the show that comes back after all this hiatus. And it's all like, okay, I thought it was pretty good to get you started. And I thought it was a cool twist that they had. No, I'm not going to give any spoilers out. We will talk about it probably next week a little bit more in depth once like a couple of episodes have premiered and we'll let people know spoilers and stuff like that. But my overall, I thought it was great. It's great to see Mulder and Scully back in action. Yeah, it's pretty Um, cool. I mean, not too much crazy thing happened with like, I would say their characters yet, but it's building towards something. I'm kind of disappointed that it's only going to be maybe six episodes. Um, maybe, yeah, it really needs to be longer. I'm, I'm kind of hoping like maybe they're doing this and maybe it might catch on and Fox will be like, hey, let's bring this shit back because most of the shows we have suck. Um, <laughs> no, I don't get Fox. Like, And it goes with a couple of other networks. They will keep a show on there that yeah. is fucking horrible and they will get rid of good shit. And then you're like, what the hell? And now everyone's been having like these revives. Okay, prime example. Whether you like it or not, but prime example, they canceled Family Guy and then fucking brought it back. So it's like... Yeah, that was bullshit. You know, I mean, that's that's just Fox. They get rid of a lot of good stuff. And didn't Fox stop uh, with Family Guy? Like Family... Or not... Uh, American, American Dad. Dad. They, yeah, they had to move to a different... They moved to a different network. And, which is dumb. Which is just... I, I don't know. I mean... Uh, who knows? This is just Fox. I mean, they keep certain things. I mean, finally, we're getting fucking rid of American Idol. Thank God. Fuck. Can we have Horror Idol next? Probably not. Um, <laughs> well, I think they have that on Sci-Fi. It's called, like, Face Off or something. Uh, yeah, and Face Off with Nicholas Cage. Well, no, I don't think okay. it's called Face Off, but it's, like, basically, like, they create monster but, masks and stuff. Okay, but the one, the one thing I have to say, which I thought was kind of funny, so I'm re-watching the old episodes of The X-Files, which you can watch on Netflix and you can watch on Hulu right now. I would say watch it on Netflix because Hulu has commercials and you're like, what the fuck, Hulu? Um, but uh, re-watching them, and so, like, the first episode deals with, like, an alien thing. You're like, okay, get it. I got some. Second episode, another alien thing. I will add this. Second episode of The X-Files, though, has a very young Seth Green. So Ooh, check that sexy. out. Uh, next episode doesn't deal with aliens. 
It's a brand <gasps> new thing. I'm like, oh, this is cool. And, stuff like that. and actually, the guy who plays Bullock in uh, Gotham is in that episode. <laughs> uh, so definitely check that out. This is really funny. I've actually been playing a drinking game uh, of like what celebrities have been in other With shit. yourself? <laughs> yeah, it's that's what I do. I drink by myself and I masturbate by myself. So um, it's you know it's what you do when you're me. Um, it's like a, I'm like a Geico commercial. If you're the if you're what's the fucking band? Ah, fuck, I forgot the oh, band. Oh, like, the Final Countdown. Yeah, if you're if you're blah blah blah, you just love a Final Countdown. It's what you do. If you're Steve Mooney, you cook, drink alone, and masturbate. It's what you do. Um, you can say fifteen percent on Geico. No, we do not have Geico as a sponsor. Um, they, they probably would not have recommended that. They're <laughs> like, really? Like, uh, um, they're like, we got enough shit with a caveman. I'm thing. like, I have another one. It's all like, if you're sitting at home and drinking, and your best friend's a shotgun, you're probably gonna kill yourself. It's what you do. Um, <laughs> what? Too soon? Um, no, that would have been too soon if he said noose. Uh. Anyways. Anyway, so, and then the next episode after that, back to the aliens. So I'm like, I get it. The X-Files is a huge alien conspiracy kind of thing. But I did remember I really liked the show when they went off into different, like, tangents and stuff like that and did other, you know. It, basically what I call it, I call it the early versions of Supernatural. Yeah, it kind of was. Oh, and the, uh, I don't remember if it was an old episode or new episode, but one of, the, I think it was an old episode, had uh, the grandfather from Supernatural in it. No, yes, actually, the grandfather from Supernatural is actually the, the their director, their boss in the X Files show. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's kind of funny when I mention that and then realize, oh, that's right, he was he really also is. he's the father. <laughs> so you know what? I could say Supernatural and X Files could probably be in the same universe. They could probably do a crossover. Uh, crossover. Crossover. Cro- <laughs> We're gonna do a crossover episode. Um, actually, it's a crossover I, with Lucifer. I will say this: if there's no Supernatural comics yet, and I know there's uh, some uh, X Files comics yet, this might be something you guys might want to look into. Mulder and Scully team up with the Winchesters. I'd fucking read that. Heck, I'd fucking watch it. Heck, oh, hell I yeah. would throw fucking money just to see that. So. Um, okay, and I will say this. If this does happen, you're herded here first. Oh, also another team-up that would probably never happen because of different networks. And you don't watch the show, so you're not going to care. But uh, Sleepy Hollow teams up with Supernatural would be awesome. Um, because, you, yeah, you don't. No, watch, I just, I never yeah. got into it. That's that's all. Yeah, it's Sleepy Hollow. It's actually a pretty good show. No, I know. Um, But it's very religious-y. So, but it's is. it's still good though and it's it was the weirdest team up i've seen though so far was whenever they teamed up bones with sleepy hollow i was like really because they're two completely different worlds because like everything in bones is very like factual and like everything is disproving religion and sleepy hollow is very religion based and then to, to have the two of them collide was just ugh. Mm. It was a what bad happens crossover. well didn't bones do another one with like a show that was very short lived like the I forget. It was some like Ghost Whisper. No, it wasn't Ghost Whispers. <laughs> it was like Bones teams up with like Found. It was like the show called Found or something like that. It didn't last long because Found, like, the opposite of Lost. Um, or something. I forget. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So that was my it week. Been, but I, I will say this: I'm excited that X Files is back, even if it's for a short run. It's good to see all this kind of stuff. Um, and it'll be it'll be great. So um, speaking of which, like I said, we're since watching the X Files, we I've been trying to figure out other shows that we can watch and talk about, do a review. You know, like talk about every little episode throughout the week and things like that. And of course, I get to get the fuck catched up on Walking Dead because I know that's coming back. 
So just in time for Valentine's Day, kids. Woo! Um, oh yeah, but anyways, back to, and then yeah, my loot crate. Um, I forget what else was in there. There was like a oh yeah, there was these two sci-fi prints that were pretty cool of old movie posters. I think it was War of the Worlds and uh, When the Earth Stood Still. Um, the day the Earth stood still. My bad. I'm sorry. I should know this. Um, so I got to get those. The World of Worlds one was really cool. Yeah. So um, kudos, kudos to Lucre. And yeah, their New Year's resolution, I guess, is to put a T-shirt in every box this year because I know a lot of people were bitching, complaining about that last year. They were like, "Who's no shirt?" I again, I'm I'm starting to believe there's just certain parts of the internet that it, you can't. I, I guess what you're not going to please everybody, and everyone's going to be pissed off. But I th- I'm at the point where just keep your shit to yourself. <laughs> I think there should be certain parts of the internet that are not actually accessible to people because it's just people bitching and moaning for no reason. That is true. Um, but anyway, so we'll dive into some of the news of the week, um, and then you can also bring up um, the little thing um, if you want. Thing, yeah. So I do have a couple of things listed here, but I'm not really sure if I'm going to talk about all of them. It's really hard to find eerie – well, I need to start making drops for this show, but eerie news of the week. I really wish Christopher Lee was still alive so we could get him to do the voiceover for that. That'd be awesome. I miss him. Um, but apparently, people were trying to ha- are trying try having sex with ghosts. This comes from BuzzFeed. I'm going to check this out. So I saw this. I did post it. I believe in the. Okay, why well, I want this? Oh, that's why. Because it hates you. Yeah. Um, this was posted on BuzzFeed. I did post it to the Facebook page earlier this week, and I was like, you know what, this would probably be a good um, <clears throat> story to talk about. So, two girls from BuzzFeed, okay, so I would say on a cold January night in 2016, two human uh, women attempted to seduce a ghost. This is their story. Um, now, this is the thing I don't get. Now, I guarantee that ghosts will bang women. I, I, you know, they, well, it depends on the woman. No, I don't think they really care because it's not like anyone's gonna see it. It's not like I'm like, they're, it's not like they're gonna see the ghost leave the apartment and be like, oh, you fucked a fat chick, bro. And he's like, yeah, uh, but even ghosts of standards. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, but it's not like a guy could be like, hey, ghost, I want to have sex with a hot female ghost or something. Like the women are like, yeah, I did that when I was living, and I don't want to do it now. Um, I have a headache. Uh, <laughs> like I'm on my period. It's like what? <laughs> Yeah, it's just ectoplasm. Just blood just shoots just, out of nowhere. No, just ectoplasm everywhere. You don't want any of this. Yeah, um, just, you just don't want to touch it. So oh, we're gonna be like, I have ghost herpes. Yeah, <laughs> that shit never goes away, even <laughs> even in the afterlife. Even in death. Um, yeah, but yeah, so so they were trying to have um, sexual encounters between living humans, uh, beings, and ghosts. Is a phenomenon with a history history and that dates back uh, centuries. Actually, um, the folklore of many cultures, including stor- stories about humans getting it on with ghostly entities, gods, demons, Casper, you name it. Um, so yeah, so I um, uh, so so the Cas- actually, the, as in Casper the friendly yeah, ghost, guess, the little kid yeah. ghost. Uh, hey, if you're a pedophile, uh, if you're Jared, yeah, that's so. Jared. <laughs> um, Sorry, continue. But yeah, so it says they have actually steps and guidelines. So they have how to seduce a ghost. No, I know. Oh, sorry. Thanks to an inf- uh, informant in interview with Miss uh, Blasik, uh, we knew where to find an expert. We looked no further than Patty Negri, I believe is her name. Uh, a, fi- uh, a psychic medium and self-proclaimed good witch. Who has emerged at our uh, nation's leading, maybe only experts on uh, spectrology? Yeah, I think that's what, yeah, spectrology. 
whatever. Yeah, spectrology. Oh, spectrology, whatever. I'm just going to call it <laughs> spectrize. Um, <laughs> that works. That was actually ten times better. I'm pretty sure next week they're going to be like, yeah, fuck it, spectrize. Um, before we become in our attempts, we spoke with uh, her and um, over email, and she uh, generously agreed to provide us with these general guidelines, step-by-step list of directions in which she titled Ghost Sex 101. Number one. Know that it is real. Take it seriously. Be as goofy as you want. Have a ton of fun. But know that you you really are inviting a real spirit from beyond in. And that you are open opening a real portal into their uh, to another realm. Okay. Uh know your uh know your belief systems, uh who you're gonna call. If you get scared, God, your angel, your guides. Ghostbusters. That's what I thought they were going to call. Your higher self, your cat, doesn't matter. Don't get scared. Fail will uh, do two negative things. Fear will prevent it from happening altogether. And fear will bring in the wrong kind of energy. A dark energy that will feed on your fear. Editor's note. Ah... Uh, knowing this, uh, knowing that this is our realm, our uh, the of ex- our realm of existence, I really need to learn how to read. I think um, they have to play by our rules. They have uh, power over you only if you give it to them. F- step five: Have fun with it. Let go of any um, pernicious pre- uh, um, uh, pre-notions of it being evil or bad. Keep it good, healthy, and fun. Okay, so those are their guidelines. Five guidelines. So, kids, um, I'm probably not going to go through all of this because there's a lot of shit going through. But, yeah, if you want to read this article, but it looks like, yeah, you can uh, get a bed ready for them, put out candles and all this kind of stuff. Um, What's her face? Okay, so so the the girls who are in the room. So, Katie is one of the girls who did this. She goes, my room is generally pretty clean, so I didn't have to do much of tidying up. I lit a ran candle and brought – I I bought from a witchcraft shop, red for sex – Close my curtains, lay down on top of my bed, fully clothed. Everyone knows that ghosts can go through things. So so in in my mind, this shouldn't matter. Also, it was cold to get naked. And now the other girl, Andriana, I, I too was closed because of the temperature in my apartment. But to be care- fair, I couldn't have a problem choosing an accessory outfit than a Mickey Mouse sweatshirt and a BuzzFeed sweatpants. Uh, Katie, I wore an X-Files t-shirt and jeans. Katie sounds like my kind of girl. Um... <laughs> Uh, Andrea, I wonder. Mm, yeah, the truth is out there. Snatch, 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 snatch. Um, uh, let's see. So my ambience wasn't ideal since the uh, seduction happened at around 3 p.m. But that was when my boyfriend was out of the apartment. So wow. what are you going to do? Wow. So you cheated on your boyfriend with a ghost. Sweet. He's a he's a ghost record. She's a keeper. Yeah. Who knows what? Uh, temporal realm of ghosts exists within anyways my room was fairly clean my cat was banished and i lit a white candle for protection safe ghosts sex is key and good vibes uh katie just like another person might prepare to have sex with a new human for the first time i prepared for having sex with my new ghost lover by having two glasses of wine at dinner (laughs) uh let's see oh yeah katie's actually pretty hot Andrea doesn't show her face. Damn. Um, yeah. Anyway, so then I guess they did a summoning and all that kind of stuff. Well, I say this, Katie. 
you're single and out there, let's do this. The other girl likes to cheat on her boyfriend, so fuck her. Not literally though. Um, so she yeah, probably so goes to her um, honestly, this is something I think uh we should try to have. Now I don't know if it's only for women and ghosts just care about um all that kind of stuff, but here's this: they do have uh ghost sex and chills. They do have the audio for this. So um, if you do click on this link on the Facebook page, on our Facebook page, or you can actually go to BuzzFeed and find it, go ahead and take a listen to that. We'll uh, probably listen to it and talk about it next week. And maybe uh, Anna and I will uh, do an experiment with this sometime down the line. I think this would Ghost actually be, this would be kind of fun. Um, we're always doing a no-pants party, so we'll <laughs> see what happens. But uh, I think this was pretty interesting, and I have heard stories about it, um, whether they're true or not or whatnot. But um, just like Mulder, I want to believe. <laughs> Now, uh, this one I'll talk about. There probably won't be too much in depth on this one, but apparently aliens hijacked a TV station. Uh, this was actually posted on January 1st. Um, it's Like I said, it's really hard to find paranormal news or all this kind of stuff, so I'm really like deep searching and trying to find So if anybody knows like a really good website um, to check out, please feel free. So aliens hijacked TV station and broadcast uh, profit. Uh, prof, fuck. Basically, warnings for all humanity. Prophetic? There you go. See, this is why you need your fucking computer again. <laughs> I know. You really uh, need to help me out with okay, some of these stories. Okay, so not to be like... I am trying to be very open-minded whenever it comes to spiritual stuff and all that kind of stuff. And I don't really believe in aliens, but honestly... Aliens hijacking a TV station sounds a lot more believable than ghost sex. At least to me. I could be like... It, that's just my personal view on the matter. Cause seriously, ghost sex? Come on. Hey, well, like I said, we're going to try it. Then again, I guess it sort of makes sense, because, I mean, a ghost is just sitting there like, oh, look, they're having sex again. Damn it, I can't do that. Yeah, Fuck he can be bad. Maybe that's, but see, that's maybe a, that's how a poltergeist starts. It's because there's a couple that's ha just having sex nonstop, and finally a ghost gets sick of it and gets pissed off. He's like, well, "Fuck this shit!" Starts throwing shit. It around could be. The well, room. this is what I'm curious about. Can ghost sex only be with women, or can it also be men? I mean, I wouldn't mind getting like a ghost handy or something like that. I think they're all about the pussy. Probably. Um. But yeah. So um. Yeah. So not too much on this one. Anyways, it just says I guess they hijacked a station. Let's see. So um. I guess something like this happened back in 1977. Um, a message from uh, Gamera, I guess they're calling it or whatnot. But uh, I guess the situation existed within the last 35 years or something like that. But I just thought it was like interesting. Like I said, it's uh, not that I uh, – I do want to believe in all this kind of stuff, like the out there and aliens maybe and stuff like that. The only thing I don't get, like, look, if their technology exists, but I hate everyone's like, I was abducted by an alien and then I was probed. I'm like, do you really think they're coming like millions and millions of light years away just to abduct us to stiff shit in our butts? Maybe they're all gay. No, I actually, like, I oh would. My just, God. I would just think that aliens are asexual, and it doesn't really matter to them, you know. Well, maybe they stick things into like the anal cavity to be like, "What the hell is this?" Maybe they don't have or anuses. Maybe, or maybe like... they're just all like, "Hey, you know what? It's all pink in the dark." <laughs> uh, but this is an actually interesting. So apparently, um, this might be the right sides for the Loch Ness monster. Apparently they oh, found yeah. two weeks ago. I got a sonar image of what looks like a large, long object with a hump lying lying at the bottom. It was there when I scanned the uh, lock bed later. So newly discovered trench and Loch Ness is just the right size for a monster. So yeah, so this was posted by I believe the Huffington Post. Um, 
So yeah, so is this the home of the legendary Loch Ness Monsters? A boat uh, captain in Scotland claims to have discovered a previous unknown trench at the bottom of the Loch Ness that's more than 100 feet deeper than Loch, the Loch's official depth. Uh, Keith Stewart of uh, Jacob Jacobite Jacobite. I don't know how to put it. Um, just looks like Jake and then Bite. So Jacobite. Mm-hmm. Um, a company that runs uh, sightseeing cruises and even claims to have had a possible Nessie site on sonar. So um, this is actually kind of interesting because I remember they actually, you know, kind of debunked that whole thing like back in the day where they actually had a guy, the guy I think on his deathbed who actually took that original picture. Just basically he pretty much created it in the ocean or in that Loch Ness thing and then took a photo um, kind of thing. Yeah, so, they've been trying to debunk it for years. Like they've had sightings of it and then they've had people say, oh, no, there's a hoax. And then. There was one that came out a few months ago that said that it was actually just a huge catfish and all this kind of crap, which is really yeah, funny actually, that, that was, they uh, say that, that was, there's like a... That a, was actually... Like a, yeah, huh? the, the catfish one actually was like a year ago, I believe. Yeah. Or even back in October, maybe, of just like 2015. But yes, go ahead. But it was just really funny, though, because I just watched a Loch Ness Monster movie, and I think it was on Netflix, but I'm not positive. Maybe it was on the Sci-Fi channel. I don't remember. But anyways, I literally just watched some really terrible Loch Ness movie where there was like a fissure that opened up that like a crack that opened up at the bottom of Loch Ness that let the Loch Ness monster out and like it started killing people and it was laying eggs and all this kind of crap and it's kind of funny. <laughs> well, this is the thing I like to say. Okay, like, now let's put it this way. Okay, if Loch Ness Monster did exist, Nessie, mm-hmm. uh, back when they sighted it, don't you think, I don't know how long this thing would have lived for or whatnot or have any offsprings, but at this point in my time, I would think it was able to reproduce somehow, whether it was both male and female, like an asexual, like a, like a worm, um, you know, able just to lay eggs and then those eggs hatch and stuff like that. I mean, I think we would have had bigger activity. And I don't get me wrong, I'd like to believe this is real. I think it's such a it's a cool idea. And it's a great it's a great tourist trap, but I mean, you guys have to come up with something. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know, we had these great writers who created like Lord of the Rings and you know, you get the books like Harry Potter and all this stuff. Like people do have these imaginations that can make something good, but I'm at this point I'm like, look, Back in the day, this was probably like, oh, there's probably something there. But we have so much technology now that you can pretty much debunk a lot of this stuff. Well, Loch Ness is kind of iffy, but I mean, I don't know how deep sonar can go. Um, But I think that Nessie may exist, and this is why. Okay. Um, Because there's a lot of theories about how the Loch Ness monster is like a prehistoric like related like more closely related to the dinosaurs yes. and stuff like that and so if that's the case it's quite possible that it lives longer than normal uh creatures would because i mean tortoises live for literally hundreds of years even parrots live for like 90 something years so it's quite possible that if it's a reptile and it's the basically like has the same sort of lifespan like relative lifespan like relative to its size as a tortoise would that it would be able to live for thousands of years um that being said i don't know if lock if uh the loch ness connects to the ocean or not um i don't know i guess we'll have to take a trip down there too yeah i've been there once but i'd love to go there again it was so beautiful um but i digress i 
don't know if it connects to the ocean or not. It's also quite possible that either it used to connect to the ocean at one time or it still does. I don't know which one is for sure. If you guys want to write in, let me know. Feel free. Um, well, uh, speaking of writing in, I was just going to say, too, we could actually – I was just I just came up with on the spot our – probably like our first, uh, first question – we can ask on the podcast and people can write in and give their, us our answers. Do you answers. believe? <laughs> no, I was going to ask them, uh, speaking of Loch Ness Monsters and all these different urban legends and stuff like that, out of all these different monsters such as Bigfoot, Jersey Devil, uh, the Dover Demon, and all these other great – yeah, you don't know about that one. It won't dive into these things later. Uh, but all these kind of big like mystical myths and stuff like that. What was what actually one of their your favorite like monsters that were out there, kids? So you guys can write in. We'll post the question. What is your favorite obscure monster of myth? And then we'll uh, read your answers off at the uh, next episode. I will say that the uh, my favorite one is like no, is the Loch Ness monster because <sighs> sorry you're supposed to save it for next week. Sorry, but I was just gonna say because there's so much controversy surrounding it, there's really no way that they can prove or disprove it. Um, but if it if the lock does connect to the ocean, or if it did connect to the ocean at some point, it's quite possible that it was an ocean animal, um, because there are so many animals in the ocean that we do not even, like, we can't even comprehend. So it's quite possible that there is a reptile that lives in the ocean that maybe one of them got trapped in Loch Ness way back in the day. It may be dead now, but it's very, very possible that there was one living there and it may still be living there to this day. So yeah. you never know. Um, I don't know if there's a way that they can actually map it out. And actually there was a Google thing for a while where on uh, Google Maps people were saying that if you looked at uh, Lake Loch Ness that you could see the Loch Ness monster or see some mm -hmm. like shape underneath the water. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if you know what? You know what? You know what? To me, to me, it's just a weather balloon. In the water? <laughs> well, because every time you, they yeah, go like yeah, alien spacecraft, it's like, weather balloon. Yeah. I'm like, there's a fucking abundant, a bunch of weather balloons. I will say that. The, the, was I, it a weather balloon or was it a water balloon? I'll put it this way. The weather balloon guy, he must be making bank. Right? You know? He's just like, weather balloon, weather balloon. Yeah. Fuck you guys, weather balloon. Um, yeah, that was all pretty much the eerie news of the week I thought was kind of cool. Um, so, again, we're going to try to keep doing that. Um, oh, so I wanted to touch really quickly. I don't know if this really falls into an eerie news segment, but I did want to touch on what uh, Erica brought up. Um, so there's something called the crying, I don't know, there's... I think you okay. said the crying bridge? The crying bridge is what this specific, um, blog, I guess, calls it. Okay. Um, it's the closest thing because I looked up, I think it was called the crying bridge, and I looked up, or crybaby bridge is what she called it, I'm sorry, but I looked up crybaby bridge and then I got literally hundreds of hits from different states um, the one that she was specifically talking about was there is a documentary about I think it's called like Amish hauntings or something like that um, let me we didn't believe it I... you put a barn up in a day um, but anyways it's in Lancaster Pennsylvania so obviously Amish country uh yeah, it's known as Crybaby Bridge. Um, okay, I'm sorry, I'm trying to find it. There we go. Uh, it's a haunted bridge in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Um, it's a show called, yes, the show is called Amish Haunting. Um, and basically it's uh, the uh, based on Amish oral histories of the supernatural. 
Um, the legend that was passed around was that an Amish mother was wrongfully accused of an extramarital affair and shunned from the Amish community. Uh, she returned one night, wrapped her infant son in a blue blanket, and carried him out to the bridge where she jumped to her death, still holding the baby. Uh, neither Lena's body, the woman's body, or her son's were ever recovered. All that was found was the baby's blue blanket and her head covering uh, in the water underneath the bridge. The following night, her husband, now widower, is awakened by the sound of a baby crying coming from somewhere inside his house. He eventually encountered Lena's ghost holding their infant son. Around the same time, people began hearing the sound of a baby crying out at the bridge Lena jumped from. Because of this, the Amish began referring to it as Cry Baby Bridge. So, there's several reports from several different states about the crying bridge, the Cry Baby Bridge, the whiny little brat bridge. I don't know. Um, But... I, I call it the bitch bridge. I'm sure you do. I call it the bitch please bridge. Um, uh, too soon, Anna. <laughs> fuck you. Um, but I'm interested to know if anyone has any stories related to this, either personal or if they knew any history about it, because the, it was literally almost every single state seems to have a crying ba- bridge or a crying baby bridge and a different way to summon the ghost. Like one of them said, you stand in the center of the the um, you stand in the center of the bridge, okay. like you drive, you didn't just be completely quiet, and you'll hear the baby crying, a baby crying. Another one said that if you put baby powder on the hood of your car and you leave your keys in the middle of the hood, then the keys will move and you can see like either, I think it's foot, like baby footprints and the baby powder. Um, The one in Lancaster, oh, that's the one in Lancaster, and you walk around the car saying, cry baby, and eventually the ghostly baby will reach for the keys and you'll see the keys move. Um, There's just, it's a, a ton of different like ways that you can quote unquote summon the ghost and like a ton of different places. So I'm really interested to see like how many different places there are and mm-hmm. to see just because I, and actually to see if there's a like any real like personal like encounters that are on the web and if any of them have actually been like recorded or anything like that, because that would be interesting to know about, or if it's all just BS, it might all just be BS. Well, I mean, there's plenty of these kind of things and there are stuff that has happened that have been real. I mean, there was a, uh, a place where a school bus got stuck on a railroad track Mm -hmm. and it was hit by the train and all the children, you know, die. This was, you know, some odd years ago, but every time if you stop on that railroad track and put your car, if your car's in neutral or whatnot, you will be pushed off that railroad track and you can actually see the handprints on the car. So, I mean, there are some stuff that has been proof and things like that, but this is actually something I've never even heard about yet, like the Crybaby Bridge or the, the – we'll just call it the the Teardrop Bridge. Um, well, that's very poetic. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, she brought it up to me on Sunday, and I said I would research it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll bring it up on the podcast. Yeah, no, so, again, thank you, Erica. This is awesome. Like, this is something that obviously neither of us were aware of. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. If you guys find out anything else, please let us know so yeah. we can research yeah. it, talk about it, give a shout-out, whatever. 
So yeah, does anything that you find that's interesting or kind of cool and stuff like that? I mean, there are some stories I've been trying to find and follow and things like that. So you know, and try to bring them to you know, if you guys heard about it, if you haven't heard about it, you know, all these kind of things. So I just think it's very cool and interesting when these kind of things come our way. But yes, I think that will probably wrap up the early news of the week. Man, I totally have no idea what I did the first time. So. <laughs> But now it's time for, yeah, it's time for horror slash TV news. Uh, Mr. We need sound drops. We need a production behind this show. Um, Not on that then, because I don't have a working computer. <laughs> no, well, I have to do everything. Anyways, but uh, nothing too major. They are releasing Fear the Walking Dead, which is a spinoff to The Walking Dead, a release of a special edition season one. Um, set, I guess, which is funny because I think that it was only like six episodes of the first season because it was like one of those test run kind of things. Um, this one I'm actually kind of more excited for. So Fox Network has ordered a slasher comedy Ooh. called Dead Mall. Ooh. They're actually uh, t- uh, they uh, they actually Dead Mall and they actually got it from uh, their uh, the writers are actually uh, from two Oscar winners. Now, one of the guys does not look familiar to me, which I feel kind of bad. But the other guy who's an Oscar winner is actually bit, was the um, was the principal in the show called Community. Um, so I thought that was pretty funny on that stuff. Huh. So, but yeah, it looks like it's uh, going to be a horror comedy. Obviously, it might be pretty much you know like a Walking Dead kind of spoof. But it looks like yeah. So let's see. So the pitch is a comedy horror movie set in a dead mall. The title comes from a growing national phenomenon. These uh, second-tier malls that are scattered about the country, uh, a skeleton shrine to a boom in shopping. When the shoppers stop coming, the malls fall into a disappearing close. Um, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Uh, set, that, uh, set, set in that backdrop, the comedy concerns an ensemble of 40-year-old guys and girls seemingly... Uh, with enough brain power to escape a slasher film, uh, quality killer, but maybe not. So um, that actually seemed a lot different than what I thought it was going to be because I was thinking like a zombie apocalypse kind of thing. So yeah, um, so yeah, we'll see how that happens. Uh, I guess um, it looks like uh, which have invested interest in several studios before Fox won out. So apparently this has been shopped around for a bit. So. Um, so we'll see when this is going to... So Fox, you better not fuck this shit up. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I'm kind of glad there's getting kind of more of these kind of horror films, like whether it's horror comedy or just horror in general kind of mm-hmm. TV shows now um, on the thing. Another thing of news um, we'll talk about, because I have one more story before we get into our actual uh, movie review of this week. But yeah, so we talked about a couple... I don't know, maybe four or five episodes ago. Is right. It was probably one of the very early episodes where we were talking about Tom Cruise being in the remake of The Mummy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's official. Tom Cruise gets wrapped up in The Mummy remake. So, I'm guessing a play on word or whatnot. So, I don't know if Tom Cruise will actually be playing the uh, mummy. Uh, let's see. Say It'll be a very short mummy. Uh, Either that or he's got really skinny legs. Uh, probably. Stilts, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's cool. Uh, Um, say what you want about Tom Cruise, but he is an awesome actor and knowing he's going to star in another general film gets me a little tingly inside, according to the, uh, bloody disgusting, um, review thing. So, um, because, uh, Cruise, uh, commenting Universal has been forced to shift the release day, setting it for June 9th of 2017. Um, yeah, so as a reporter of last month, Kingpin, the Secret Service, Sylvia Boluta is starring in the film as well. Um... 
So yeah, this should be pretty interesting. So I don't know if this is actually going along with Universal's big, huge reboot of all the old school movie monsters. Um, and basically the rumor had it that they were trying to, uh, let's see. So I'll put it this way. Uh, officially attached to the mummy, the first not counting Dracula untold, um, yeah, actually, I was going to say we should re review that movie. Yeah, but what I was saying, so it looks like I don't know if that one is actually uh, within the genre they're trying to do. Basically, oh, what Universal yeah. is trying to do is uh, basically reboot all their monster movies and then actually kind of put together an ensemble of uh, basically like their Avenger team. So it'd be like, you know, Dracula and Wolfman and all these kind of things. like yeah, that. Now, mommy, we, and yeah. now, we do remember the Wolfman remake that came out, which was a great idea, but was not executed very well. Um, it was a little pr too predictable, and it was just kind of like, uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, and the sucky part is, a great cast. A yeah. great cast. You had um, uh, Beldicio del Toro. You had um, Anthony Hopkins yeah. attached to this. I mean, you had a great ensemble, but I just felt like the story was really lacking, and you just, you basically just tried okay. to get away with a lot more of special effects that were just kind of meh. I have to tell this story because I have to tell this. Anytime the movie Wolfman comes up, I have to tell the story. I was working at a, we won't say the name of the theater, but I was working at a theater at the time. And I actually had a woman come up to me one time and say, excuse me, what's Wolfman about? And I looked her straight in the eye and I said, it's about this dude that's a werewolf. And she was like, um, can you go into more detail than that? And I said, that's about as much detail as I can get on this movie. Yeah. It's just, I was like, okay, if the title Wolfman doesn't tell you everything you need to know about this movie, I don't know what to tell you, woman. Like, seriously. And this was, like, the internet had been invented. It's not like she couldn't go online and research, like, what the movie was about. So I was just stunned by that. But anyways, um, so Tom Cruise is going to be in the Mummy remake. Yes, yeah, so we'll see how this world does. Like I said, um, I mean, I absolutely, I'm trying to remember the last, actually, the last movie, I, wow, this is a long, long time ago. I think the second, last movie that I saw Tom Cruise in that he was actually playing, like, kind of like, you know, a serious kind of role or whatnot was probably the remake of War of the Worlds, which is actually a very good movie. Um, the yeah, last was... movie I did see him in that it was, like, kind of a comedy thing for him was probably the Tropic Thunder Oh, really? Where he played the, uh, you know, the the movie producer kind of guy. Wow, you that, and but... I have totally different movies because the last serious role I saw him in was um, Jack Reacher. Yes, yeah, so he didn't see that one yet. And then the last comedy role that I saw him in was Night and Day with Cameron Diaz. That was uh, a good movie. So, I mean, like, I have nothing against the guy. I know he's done some crazy well, the stuff. the ending was shitty, but the movie in general was good. But, but yeah, there yeah. has been some stuff where he does some, you know, he did some crazy stuff back in the day and things like that. But I'm like, actors are actors. But I'm like, he's also one of these guys who, like... Like, he, he's not in the news, you know, he's not, I mean, he was for a while with the whole Scientology stuff, but I'm like, look, believe in what you want to believe and stuff like that. I mean, Will, hey, I'll put it this way, Will Smith is is a Scientologist, hides it pretty well. <laughs> Will Smith's a Scientologist? See, no one knew that. No. So, and he's Poor playing. Guy. Well, well just shh, because be I've... quiet before what you say, because uh, we do have, you know, a couple of people do listen to the show, and if you say anything bad about Scientology, they will come after you. Um... Yeah, I will say I have not heard pleasant things about Scientology. That is all I will say. I like how I just told you not to. So next week I will be replacing Anna because Anna will most <laughs> likely be 
dead. Most likely. Um, wow. Way to bury the lead on that one. Hey, you've been ruining everything tonight. Anyways. Um, but before we <laughs> jump into the movie uh, that we saw this week, a little surprise thing happened actually earlier this week or this weekend or something like that. So there was a movie that came out probably in circa 2008, which we just watched, called Cloverfield. Now, this movie was very hush-hush. They showed a teaser trailer and at a, a, one of the movies opening. Uh, I forget what movie was attached or whatnot. And then just basically didn't even give a name, just gave a date of when the next trailer would be released. Now, this movie just came out, and it looks like, as according to news sources, a Cloverfield spinoff is already filmed. And here is the trailer. Like, so this movie is done. This movie, no post-production, no, like, any news about this movie. Like, basically, I believe this movie is coming out this year. Like, it is done. It is, boom, here it is, and stuff like that. Now, I did see the trailer. Uh, the trailer is pretty crazy. It has John Goodman in it. Now, if you want, I can play the teaser. Tra I can play the trailer here on the show. You probably won't get any visuals or whatnot, but I can play a little bit of you, of it for you guys, and then we'll go and I'll talk about it because obviously I can't remember what it was about or anything like that. So let's start this movie up and make sure it's not a ad before. Okay, so no ad. So here, here we go. coming. Yeah, so this actually comes out on March 11th of this year. Now, what I'll do is give the rundown. Because March 11th? Yeah, March 11th. Wow. Uh, so yeah, this this is pretty quick and everything. Like that. So basically, what it looks like is there's three people. One of them is John Goodman, and two other actors in this mm -hmm. basically kind of bomb shelter. And obviously, you can see that they're having fun. They're... Well, I didn't see it. Well, I know you I didn't heard, see it. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. When I post shit to the page, why don't you look at it once in your life? Because I'm myself. busy doing my job. No, you're not. That's a <laughs> bullshit, and you know it. Okay. Today you're, like, you're like you're like yeah. So I just been trying to find stuff on Netflix to watch, and I'm like. Actually, no. Today, I really was working. It's just yesterday, I was trying to play something in the background, and Voodoo kept fucking up and pissing me well, off. Well, I'll put it this way. I posted this story this last weekend. Okay. I haven't been on Facebook. Oh, so many excuses with my co-host here. Anyways, you know what? Scientology is going to take you away anyways. I'll have to find a new co-host. Anyways, anyways, so... I should probably up because of time constraints. Well, I'm trying to explain everything that people haven't seen yet, and of course, you haven't seen it yet. So basically, there's stuff that happens in this uh, bomb shelter. Tensions run high. Uh, I don't know if these people are being held by their... Um, 
against their will or whatnot, but apparently one girl goes to try to escape after hitting John Goodman's character with a bottle to the face. Shit. Yeah. And then she's running out the door, and he's like, no, no, you're going to get us all killed, of course. And then, uh, as you guys just heard where he says something about, like, something's coming, but she's basically looking out this door, the door to the outside world, and she gets a little, like, has a surprise on her thing. Now, the movie's called 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, According to J.J. Ab- uh, uh, Abrams, uh, he says it's a blood relative. Uh, seems to suggest that the movie isn't a direct sequel to Cloverfield, but instead takes place within the same universe. It should also be known that this one is not found footage. So this is not going to be one of the hand cams, which I was actually, okay, that's kind of a cool take. And they're actually doing something else. So I don't know um, if there's anything that's going to be related in this movie. Um, actually, I might be able to answer that. Okay. Um, Because I actually did some research. Sorry, I have ice in my mouth. Um, I did some research on Cloverfield, on the Cloverfield monster, to figure out why it was called Cloverfield, um, what the thing was at the end of the movie, and all that kind of stuff. So, um, I actually found out that the creature it was... Um, basically, J.J. Abrams said that it was not extraterrestrial... It's a deep-sea creature with an unknown evolutionary history. Um, It has a very long lifespan as the creature is still an infant during the events of the film. Regardless of being alive for thousands of years, it grew to to its massive size through consuming large amounts of seabed's nectar, a natural steroid-like substance which is very addictive and causes increased cell division and growth and is used by TAG... R-U-A-T-O's mm-hmm. subsidiary comfy company Slusho for use as their secret ingredient in their frozen drink of the same name. At some point afterward, the monster went into a sort of hibernation, and I guess that um, some marine biologist discovered it. Um, they built a station on top of it claiming falsely that they're drilling for oil they sent uh several submarines from the station down to six miles to the ocean floor to study the monster this action disturbed the creature from its slumber and a fit of rage and fear destroyed the station then proceeded towards manhattan um and it looks like According to JJ, uh, film producer J.J. Abrams, the creature is officially a baby. He's brand new, he's confused, disoriented, and irritable, and he's been down there in the water for thousands and thousands of years. Um, also, the, uh, his, the creature's skin is also host to thousands of dog-sized parasite creatures, um, so, which actually may have also been the reason why the creature got irritated and woke up. It could have been the submarines going down to look at it. It could have been the parasites or it could have been a combination of the two that made it basically freak out and go on its rampage. Okay. But yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, so I'm assuming that it's maybe like a cousin of that or like a relative of that creature. That's probably going to be in 10 Cloverfield lane. Um, not necessarily. I think when they mean not a, not a blood relative, meaning like it's not a direct sequel. Basically, it takes place in the same universe, but it might not actually have anything to do with the monster or another monster to begin with. It could just be that 
this could actually just be a be fallout like, of the events uh, of Cloverfield. Okay, right. And maybe the monster is dead, and this is might be the only way to get rid of the monsters. They might have had to do a nuclear bombing of the entire world, and these are maybe the sole survivors, but they don't know what's out there that survived this. I'm not sure because, again, there's not too much with the trailer. Yeah, really J.J. Abrams' specifics. company is very good at uh, giving you nothing. Giving you nothing. You something. And <laughs> honestly, if you think about it, everything you just read, that's all new information to me. And this movie's been out for a while, and all I remember just seeing the movie, going, this was actually kind of cool, interesting, stuff like that, and then just, like, how it ended, you're like, okay, and then, like, he little, okay, they don't even go into that in this entire story. Like, basically, it's just, like, this monster shows up, military's, like, evacuating the city, kids are trying to get out, and, like, all the shit's in the fans of it, but not once did everyone say, yeah, I don't know what the hell this thing is, it's something about the government made, or something, like, they don't even, even, even attempt to do that said all he says like i don't know what this thing is but it's winning a terrible thing yeah like <laughs> like like and then to me jj was like well technically it has this i'm like what the what yeah like, apparently you, the it's, thing like you, that you it's like you wrote all this stuff down to throw at us later to be like yeah, i had shit don't just think i just threw a monster in there for no reason no 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 it had a backstory like yeah and apparently the thing that you see falling into the ocean is a satellite I was like, that's bullshit. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, spoilers alert, kids. We were about to jump into the actual movie review of Cloverfield. So this actually kind of worked out for us because you did not see the movie. Correct. Uh, this is the first time you watched it. And actually, yes. like I said, it's always kind of cool to watch other people watch this movie they haven't watched. Um, that, but either if you've seen it many, many of times or have only seen it a second time. Now, I remember seeing this in theaters. Now, when I walked out of the theaters, I, I liked it, but I also thought it was kind of like, oh, man, what the hell? Kind of like kind of thing. But then again, I also looked at it going, I kind of saw it with somebody that probably gave me that negative vibe of they didn't like it. So I couldn't be like, I liked it kind of thing because I didn't want to upset them. And I think it was because I probably wanted sex that night. Um <laughs> Which you probably didn't get. I'm I'm pretty sure I did not get. <laughs> um, I will say this: seeing it in theaters was cool. Being part of like this hype thing because this thing started with this like teaser trailer and basically the film marketing as of zero one eighteen zero eight. That was basically it. That's like all they gave you. The, and the Statue of Liberty's head. The head. And they just said, something has found us. And that that's all they gave you. It was even before title was released on this episode. This was like a weird, crazy marketing they did. And, of course, everyone was behind it because this is like the peak, at the peak of J.J. Now, don't get me wrong. J.J. Abrams has done a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. But this is at the peak of his awesomeness, which has already just turned back around with him doing Star Wars, The Force Awakens. But he literally just had the number one show on TV right now at that time, which was Lost. And then he did this movie. So J.J. Abrams at this huge, like it was like an Abram hype, which obviously has really not have gone away because, again, it's all like basically it was all like from producer J.J. or like director J.J. Abrams. It was like the reboot of Star Trek. And I was yeah, like, oh, everything shit. That he touches turns to gold. It, it really does. So. Um, so, yeah, this was a big hush hush kind of thing. So basically when the movie came out, like it was one of those. It was basically like kind of like the Blair Witch Project where a bunch of kids were hanging out, saying goodbye to one of their friends. One guy had a camera. Then, boom, shit at the fan. Mm -hmm. This robot, the robot, not Pacific Rim. So this monster comes out, just starts tearing up everything and things like that. Now I will say this: now after watching the movie in theater and then watching it again on a small screen, I actually think it worked better on a small TV. Not, I wouldn't say smaller TV, but my flat screen TV that we watched it on. Everything that I actually was like, I really enjoyed it. Really was kind of. And actually, what I, I will have to say this: now Anna does this thing sometimes when we're watching movies. She will, unless we're in the theaters, but she will have, like, her phone out, and she'll be, like, doing other stuff. But she's still, like, in tune with the movie. She's not paying attention. Literally, when shit started hitting the fan with the monster, she I literally put, she put her phone down and was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
Well, it's because, like, I have this weird thing about whenever there's awkward stuff going on in a movie, like, Mm. if there's an awkward situation or something, I, like... I am very empathetic with that type of situation because I don't like being embarrassed. I don't like embarrassing situations. So I will try to distract myself any way I can. So that's why I was doing that at the beginning of the movies because the guy, okay, seriously, the guy who had the camera most like the entire movie, he did not know how to create small talk. He did not know how to talk to anybody. It was the most awkward thing ever. I was like, Oh my God. So that's why, because I was just like, oh, which, geez, by the way, uh, the, the second shit started hitting the fan, I was like, son of. Which, a by the way, I will bitch. say this. So again, watching these movies, and uh, now everybody is kind of like in a in a better like all these celebrities are a, bit, a little bit well known now. So I had no idea this is until after I saw his face and went, holy crap! So HUD in the movie who is having the camera is kind of like almost the comic relief in this is yeah. actually T.J. Miller who's done voices in How I uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Um, he's actually now in the Deadpool movie. He's also yeah. part of... He's um, the one who says, it looks like an avocado know, has had sex with, with an, an older, older avocado. avocado. <laughs> he was in, uh, he was a voice in Big Hero 6. Like, it was just funny seeing him in that going like, holy crap, and not realizing... He's still got the same sense of humor, too. Yeah, so he was great. I mean, I mean, like, there's this one part where they're running up the stairs. He's talking about the, the creature and shit that happened. And they're like, could you stop talking about it? He's like, no, I have to talk about it because if I don't talk about it, I'm probably going to shit my pants with all the shit we've been seeing kind of thing. Or the part whenever he's, they're going through a, a, a subway one time, like the subway tunnel one time. And at one point he goes, oh, yeah, so do you guys remember a few months back whenever there's a guy that was going around setting homeless on, on fire? fire? And they're like, okay, this is not the best topic conversation right now and he's like okay sorry because i just can't stop thinking about a hobo coming out and like just on just, fire and people are like seriously, seriously hun, shut up <laughs> but like we were saying so there's like all these little blips of film and stuff like that because there's are some cuts where it goes back to the main character and the girl that he was friends with seeing with or in love with all this guy there's this weird like this is the funny part there's this weird love story that honestly could really have cared less about <laughs> um and i'm not even trying to say because literally like i do not feel for this guy um, I feel like the girl that he was in love with was kind of a bitch. Um, I feel like he was kind of a dick too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, I really did not care about these two characters. Uh, I did like his brother, uh, the guy's brother who ends up spoilers because his movie's been out since 2008. Um, boom. He got killed. He got killed. And then his, like, you know, fiance. By a tentacle or something. Yeah, like a weird, like, I think it was the tail of the monster. But, oh, um, okay. but yeah, and then, you know, in this character, you know, HUD, you know, who's videotaping and guiding you and things like that. So um, there was another girl who was involved in the thing, but shit happens to her as well, which, again, did not go into that at all, like, why the things happened. So, so I, I was able to actually look up the wikia on that okay. as well. So um, they never really figured out if it was, like, a poison or what it was but basically like anytime one of those things bit it bits mm-hmm. a human like it made their like their um organs expand and explode outward Ugh. so that's why like they would get like the nosebleed and get dizzy is because like there's this pressure building up and then it just literally exploded from the inside out yeah which was creepy as yeah hell. again creepy stuff so i mean like i said it was a great uh monster movie um i'm a huge fan of monster movies um i thought it was you know obviously if you take away i mean obviously you got to humanize everything so like this is some bullshit love story literally you can do without but honestly does it hurt my feelings about this movie no, no. um but yeah, it's a it's a great fun monster flick and everything. J.J. Abrams produced it. You know, it was directed by Matt Reeves. 
um, written by Drew uh, Gordon. But it's like, yeah, just anything with like JJ attached to it, it's just like boom. But yeah, so this movie is 85 minutes running long, but it looks like the budget was 25 million and the box office was 170.8 million. So it did very well, and I, and I think it did very well just because of their marketing gimmick and stuff like that, because every other week they would be releasing stuff on this website that they put together and things like that. So um, before we dive into what other people reviewed and what we'll, we'll give a review on it, uh, Anna, so this was your first time seeing the movie. What did you l- really like about the movie? What were some parts that you were like, oh, no, or you're like, eh, this is kind of dumb, or, or if there was even those kind of parts? Um. Well, I thought that for the most part it was a good movie um i thought that the bickering between the brother and his girlfriend was a little bit pointless i really did like the um the little dog size the parasites because they were creepy as hell because the way they attack is they kind of move like spiders and they stick to the walls and to the ceilings and then they jump down and just like bite the hell out of you and like literally stab you with their teeth it is freaky so i gotta say that that's probably one of the best um uh monsters that i've seen in a long time in a movie because that was creepy um I, like you said, I didn't really like the love scene thing. I didn't really like, okay, spoilers again, but I didn't really like how HUD died either. It was a dumb way to die. Yeah, it was He pretty- literally just got bit in half by the monster. I was like, this is gay. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the reason why they called it Cloverfield is because there's this whole thing that's about, um, there's the, in Ireland, I guess, the reason, like, whenever clover, uh, four-leaf clovers pop up, it's because they say that there's a leprechaun that dances there all the time, and then, like, wherever a leprechaun walks, then clovers pop up. So, um, that's what they were basically saying that the fallout was. So, the creature was the leprechaun, and the parasites were the clover. Oh, my bad. I totally, for that's cool. I did not know about that. But I totally screwed up what we usually do before mm-hmm. we talk about the movie because we dived into all the stuff was actually read the synopsis. <laughs> uh, and this synopsis, after what we just said, I don't think I would have given it this synopsis. A group of friends ventured deep into the streets of New York on a rescue mission during a rampaging monster attack. <laughs> that's great and all, but I would not have sold it like that. I would have been all like, shit. Got re- no, I would, yeah. I would have said something else. I've been like a furious monster attacks, you know, New York City, and these and friends are trying to evacuate. Uh, yeah, you, trying to evacuate and save some. Well, I, I wouldn't even put the save crap thing. Yeah, in maybe not. Well, I mean, that's the whole reason why they stuck around in the first place is because of that girl. So you have to put in there somewhere. But I mean, that, I wouldn't really say that that was the basis of the movie. I would mm-hmm. say that the basis of the movie is them just trying to get out. Yeah. Um But uh. <sighs> I don't know what my favorite scene was because it was all pretty good. Uh, I think I know one of the highlights of my favorite scenes was HUD where he's all like, well, if you don't see me again, I'm probably dead. Oh, yeah. And they're like, HUD, come on. Uh, You know, kind of jokes like that and things. And then also the, uh, what was that? Something bad. Oh, yeah. He's like, something terrible. I don't know. She's like, what was that? He goes, a terrible thing. And then uh, they uh, run into one of the parasites in a hallway and uh, the 
uh, guy ends up uh, hitting the not HUD, but the other guy ends up hitting the the parasite with a fire axe, and the girl goes, "What was that?" And the HUD goes, "I don't know, another terrible thing." Yeah, <laughs> they just keep running. Like, I will say, I don't, I hated HUD at the beginning, but he he grows on you, and he actually gets pretty funny. So, um, yeah, so um, yeah, no, I, like again, I love a good monster film. Uh, I kind of was hoping that uh, maybe the Cloverfield monster would still be around with the reboot of a Godzilla. Maybe we can see another kind of smackdown going down of course again my money's on godzilla it's always will be on godzilla because godzilla is just the shit and i will um, say actually they did a very good job of like getting you attached to the characters and then they killed them off yeah actually, like, i like this person and yeah gone. surprisingly <laughs> they there's only out of all that group of friends that were there one survivor i think because, but we don't really know whatever happened to that girl who actually got on the helicopter and escaped from what i read only two helicopters actually crashed Okay, so, so I don't know if it was hers or the one that they were in. Well, theirs went down, obviously. So I don't think hers went down. I think hers probably made it out. Now that was a that was a great moment that, with that film yes. because they, they thought they bombed the monster. Of course, if you've seen this movie or whatnot, but I think it was great for you because you were like, oh yeah, kind of because you had no idea how this was gonna end. And when that thing just pops up again, even you were like, oh shit! <laughs> I should have been shit. What the right, hell? Like you didn't kind of see that coming, kind of thing, which is fun. So yeah, no, Cloverfield's a great movie. I'd say like it did very well in theaters um, and it's just fun. I mean, I got it for like five bucks uh, at uh, Best Buy and I still enjoyed it. Uh, I will say this. If you do get the Blu-ray or DVD, they do have deleted scene for alternate endings. I think the ending they ended with was fine because the other two yeah, are just stupid. No, uh, one of them was the same ending and then the other one was just crap. <laughs> um, but yeah. But of course, uh, before we dive into our rating system. Oh, uh, I didn't ask you what your favorite and least favorite was. Uh, like I said, well, mine was already pretty much stated in the beginning, but I said least favorite was a stupid bullshit love story. Um, I'm like, whatever, don't care. Um, favorite part, again, was just the fucking monster and just like, I, you know, I liked how it moved through the city. I liked how it was. I liked how I actually kind of liked how the military was like, you know, whatever this thing is, it's winning. And basically, it's like we're basically trying two more tactics. And if this doesn't work, we're dropping the atom bomb on it. Which it actually that they, they did drop the atomic bomb and it did kill it kill it but yeah but it's like holy crap so it's yeah. like basically get everyone out of new york as much as possible and then you had to level this thing which by the way like i said godzilla was there godzilla would have fucked that shit up just like okay you right. still haven't seen the new godzilla right no oh my god okay such a good fucking moment with that thing oh i need to see godzilla i need to I see i just see what the still on hbo right now a ton of shit i love godzilla i gotta fuck I gotta bring my podcast back. Such a good podcast I had. Um, anyways, but yeah, so IMDb gave uh, 7.1 out of 10, which actually is pretty good, you know, Yeah. Uh, for a monster movie. And then actually, surprisingly, uh, Rotten Tomatoes was a 77%, so actually made it to their fresh list. I think this is the first horror movie we probably, or monster movie, or in this genre of kind of movie from Rotten Tomatoes that actually gave it a 70. Everything else has been pretty low to my yeah. standards. Um, it's probably because of all the hype surrounding it, and it's almost an in it was almost an indie film at that point. Well, honestly, well, this is what the critics uh, pretty much said. It's, it's sort of a Blair Witch Project crossed with Godzilla. Cloverfield is a, a economically paced, uh, a, a economically whatever yeah. paced, uh, stylish, clever, and filled with scares and stuff like that. And actually, that's what I liked about it. The scares weren't so much like those fake out scares. Yeah, it was nothing about like, oh, we're going to scare the crap out of you for no reason. Like in the forest with the old lady. Yeah. I'm still pissed off about that. <laughs> Fuck that. Hashtag uh, but... Anna hates old people. Um... <laughs> I really do. Um, no. 
but yeah, they did a really good job. Like all of the scares were legitimate scares. Yeah, like that part where they're walking and all of a sudden you hear the. Yeah, and they and turn on like, the night vision and yeah, they're, and they're literally like, "Whoa, yeah, let's turn on the night vision and stuff like that." And then and I literally went, "Shit!" Well, actually, the best part about that part was just the rats just running. Yeah, and they're like, "Where are they all? Why are they all running?" Like, kind of, they're all going in the same direction. It's like, "Oh, get the night vision, get the night vision." Just that, like, it wasn't like that thing where like you were gonna turn on the night vision was gonna do like because they literally could have done something stupid where it was been like just one of their faces like ah, and they'd be like ha ha ha, and then do the scare. They literally just was like. They turned it on, and then you looked up, and then you saw the things on the ceiling. Because and and that to me was creepier. And what I liked about it too, because it's like how they filmed it, is like you're thinking, oh, it's got to be on the ground. It's got to be something on the ground and stuff like that. And then when it films and you're looking, you're like, there's nothing there. And then you can just see these little kind of their eyes. Yeah. Like, from and sh- then I like how he like looks up, sees it, and goes, oh shit, oh shit, we need to run, we need to run. And then they started running, and then that's whenever they attack. Yeah, you know, kind it of. It wasn't funny. like, oh shit, and then they attack. Like the yeah, way I mean, that they built the, up that scare the pacing. Was perfect. Yeah, I think they did a great job with the pacing on uh, in that movie. On all of the scares, um, actually, yeah. except for the mo- the monster eating HUD. Because well, that wasn't really a scare. That was just more like I think that was just them to be like, we need to finally kind of show a better picture of this thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit of a scare because he, they just like showed up out of nowhere. But I was just like, this is kind of, eh, yeah. But um, of course. But yeah, if you haven't seen Cloverfield and you're still listening to this podcast, I'm not gonna apologize for spoilers. Came out in 2008, <laughs> so, so it's been you're on damn it's Paul. been eight years since. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, because what? Yeah, it came out uh 2000. A yeah, a week ago, eight years ago. So um. Uh, Happy eighth anniversary, yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah, Cloverfield or whatnot. I'm looking forward to the sequel. Wow, I wonder if that's why they're doing it. Maybe. Except it's uh, coming out in March though, and stuff like that. But looking forward to that. Of course, we will talk about that because uh, we are going to do like a huge, huge thing of sequels coming up soon. Are not coming up soon, but in this time frame of everything that. But um, yeah. So before we wrap up this show and everything that, so Anna, what would you give Cloverfield? Um, we don't have a rating system. I think we're going somewhere out of five, five. One yeah. through five. Um, I would go with four out of five, actually. We're going to go with four out of five parasites for Anna. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to say four out of five. Four out of five clovers, but parasites. Actually, yeah, parasites are better. They're fucking creepy as hell. Yes, four out of five parasites. What four out of five parasites. I'm going with five out of five parasites because this actually had pretty much all I expected from when I saw this trailer. Um, like I said, as much as like the bullshit love story kind of crap thing, like I said, does it really, really hurt me that much in the movie where I sit there going like, oh, no one cares and stuff like that? Not really. Yeah. It gives me enough great monster moments that I'm excited. It gives me enough kind of cool camera angles and things like that that it was like, this and is And I guess really they kind of needed the love angle so then they could have a reason to go back into the And not only that, but actually build these characters that actually yeah. kind of care about these characters. Because literally when you show up at the party, like you get a little gist of everybody and everyone just kind of disbands, but then you're like, okay, these are the main people that I'm going to be with. With. Um, let's do that. Yeah, they did a very good job of building up the characters. I will say that. So, so yeah. Um, so, yeah, Cloverfield, to me, um, five out of five parasites. Anna gave it a four out of five parasites. But, yeah, so um, actually, and I, I think will this... say the monsters, out of the monsters, the, all the monsters that we've seen so far, this is, I think, probably the best for uh, me, at least. No, that's fine. Um, Except for Sam, because I love Sam. Ah, uh, yes, Sam. <laughs> little pumpkin head. Bam, chicka, jam, He's the cutest dan, dan, dan. Actually, anyway. I gotta, I gotta hit up my buddy Benjamin, who actually drew that little Sam uh, picture yes. thing. I actually gotta get Benjamin on the show because he's a, he's a horror yes. guy too. Um, but yeah, but uh, again, like I said, uh, of course, uh, like we said, we haven't done any guests yet on this show. So if you ever want to just come on and talk uh, horror with us, or you do something with horror, 
Or yeah. you, we can even set up a thing with a Skype interview as well. All that kind of stuff. But of course, you even can find... if you play horror video games, just hit us up or something, you know. But uh, you can go ahead and hit us up on the Twitter at bhorrorcast. You also uh, hit us up on the email that we have, which is not another bhorrorcast at gmail. gmail um go ahead and send us stuff send us your stories send us any of your eerie news of the week our uh, listeners stories if you want i um, might have to come up with a different name for that or whatnot but uh yeah i think that's going to wrap up this episode of another be horrorcast go ahead and hit us up on the facebook page and give us a like um anna anything you want to add before we hit them with that delightful little thing you come up with at the end of every show i got nothing you got nothing okay well this has been episode 13 our pantless episode maybe we'll have more maybe maybe we'll have guests come on and they'll be pantless you never know we'll find out Ooh. um no i'm excited now you're excited of course Anna's excited. of course don't forget to hit us up on everything and tweet us and all that great stuff and uh yeah thank you again for listening to another episode of N- another b horrorcast and without further ado Anna Carpe Noctum This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Pantless Podcast, it's what we just did. Pantless Podcast, ba ba da ba cha-cha, yeah. Don't do drugs.